Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. The phone number, if you'd like to contribute, 317-684-8444. It is time for your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever is on your mind. We invite you to participate. 1031, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And let's just point out, Kylan is in for Kevin today, and she's just doing such a great job. She's getting major props on the YouTube oh, chat. Yeah. People are saying they love the uh, bumper music oh, she's yeah. choosing. She's doing great. She's mm-hmm. doing phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you all. Yes, very good. And, of course, Kylan produces and is part of the first day program, which you can hear Sunday mornings with the fabulous, talented Hall of Fame First Lady of WIBC, Terry Stacy. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we do a little thing on this show that really, really makes some people mad, and we don't care at all because, well, <laughs> if you're a politician, basically we don't like any of you people, and you're getting exactly what you deserve because of what you've done to us. We give people little nicknames from time to time, Mm -hmm. and not every politician gets a nickname, just those that I think really deserve it. And let's face it, the nicknames are catchy, Mm -hmm. they stick, and they work, and that's why people hate the nicknames who are attached to these politicians. Now, we've released one this week. You really had to be paying attention to pick up on it. Yeah. Because there wasn't an official announcement no. of it. It's just being dropped in. Yeah. Some people are noticing. Yeah, some guy called the other day and already started calling. And repeated it, it back. Uh, and that was uh, Brad Chambers is running for governor. Mm-hmm. He, of course, spent uh, a great deal of time as the head of the IEDC, which is the arm of which Holcomb... Uh, Lord Eric the Red, high tax Holcomb, whatever we're calling him these days, takes money from us, the poor and the middle class, uh, bundles it together and gives it to some of the largest, most powerful corporations in the country and in the world, <coughs> Eli Lilly, and, uh, you know, does sweet uses that money for sweetheart real estate deals, etc. Um and Brad Chambers was the point man on that. He r- essentially is running errands for Eric Holcomb. So his nickname is now Professional Errand Boy Brad Chambers. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of how it works. Like, I sit around and generally, it's like. It comes to you like a dream? Yes. It's like how, how a great <laughs> song gets written off. And I was just, I'm sitting there and it'll just pop into my head. And one of the great nicknames that we have come up with that really makes a lot of people in her camp mad is Silent Suzanne mm-hmm. for Suzanne Crouch. And somebody had called. Yesterday, I think it was, and said, Rob, are you worried because of the damage you have done to the silent Suzanne Crouch campaign that she will ultimately drop out of the race or be pressured to drop out of the race by uh, Lockdown McGee, High Tax Holcomb, whatever you want to call him, and then that would clear a path for a professional errand boy, Brad Chambers, to get all the establishment votes, and then he might win. And I said, well, Suzanne, Silent Suzanne, has raised a gajillion dollars. Yep. 
and the donors and lobbyists and super rich people who have given her that money, they're not going to be happy if they gave her all that money. And I mean, we're talking millions of dollars. Suzanne has had her cronies and friends and lobbyists, et cetera, you know, helped her out with all this money. They're not going to be very happy if they gave all this money and she just drops out. Right. But Silent Suzanne is totally subservient to Eric Holcomb. Um, I mean, when you think about the way Holcomb has treated her like complete dirt over the past seven years, I mean, even took her off the signs in 2020 and she still stood stood right behind him. And so I said, well, maybe instead of silent Suzanne, we should have called her subservient Suzanne (laughs) because, you know, she's very subservient to Eric. So maybe she would just do whatever Mm -hmm. Eric uh told told her to do i i don't know i mean it's kind of a i don't know if fetish is the right word but suzanne definitely gets great joy out of being totally subservient to eric holcomb you've still never heard her say a bad word about him have you no ever no she's still going along with it she's running on the exact opposite of holcomb's platforms and yet she still has yet to ever say a bad word about holcomb yet she's running on literally being totally different than than Holcomb so I said I you know I don't I don't know and I said well maybe we should have called her subservient Suzanne instead of silent Suzanne uh but Paul the mailman one of our great listeners uh did call about that hey Rob and Casey mailman Paul again hey y'all I'm listening to you as I'm delivering my mail today and you're talking about Suzanne Crouch and your names are just so funny you make up for her. I like the whole Silent Suzanne, and now it's Silent Suzanne the Sub. Uh, you're a real... <laughs> These people, it's no wonder they don't want to talk to you or yeah. come on your show. Yeah. But keep doing it, man. Really makes me happy. Sometimes they stick. Well, look, I am a real bleep to these people because they are a real bleep to the taxpayers. I didn't start this fight, but I'm more than happy to finish it. And to me, finishing it means ensuring that people like Silent Suzanne or Subservient Suzanne or whatever we're going to call her now mm-hmm. and professional errand boy Brad Chambers don't get another opportunity, another four years or eight years to continue this just pillaging and plundering of the people of this state. Look at what they just did with Anne Hathaway. I mean, they totally just huffers out and they, you know, did everything they could and they just inserted robot stooge number two in Anne Hathaway, who is going to be Huffer Holcomb Incorporated on steroids. And it's just business as usual. Mm-hmm. This is what these people want. If you want to stop business as usual in the Indiana Republican Party, you got two vo- votes to make it happen. You're going to have a vote for governor next year, and you're going to have a vote for lieutenant governor at the mm-hmm. convention. Mm-hmm. And you got great opportunities to fix it with some of the people that are that are running. Now, we're not, you know, in the case of the governor, not endorsing anybody yet. We'll see what other people come up with. But you have an opportunity to fix it. And we're damn sure going to use this platform for the next eight months, nine months, whatever it is, to remind everybody on a daily basis 
of who these people are and what they've done to you. I love it how Eric Holcomb has three nicknames. <laughs> Eric the Red, High Tax Holcomb, and Lockdown <laughs> McGee. But back to Silent Suzanne Crouch and her Axe the Tax slogan yes. that she's using for this new proposal. She said she's going to start pushing for it for the next budget, which would be drafted by the Indiana General Assembly in 2025 when oh. a new governor takes place. Mm-hmm. Uh, her campaign estimates eliminating the income tax could save Hoosiers an average of 1500 to 2000 a year. But here's the thing. Here's the quote that I want to read to you. Oh. And this should really, really... I don't want to do it. I don't want to make you angry on a Friday before a holiday weekend. Oh, let's go. Let's get it But listen to this. Listen to this. I trust that Hoosiers know better how to spend their money than the government. What? We are also in a position (laughs) where we have a $3 billion surplus. And remember, Casey, it was six. But what they do the last uh, budget, they deliberately changed the law to make sure you didn't get a refund back if if the because you were getting an automatic refund above the two billion and then they changed the law and then they deliberately spent down this uh, we talked about this yesterday these people in the indiana general assembly and holcomb and suzanne they're predators it's predatory behavior with your finances because they deliberately found as many one-time expenditures as they possibly could for as much legalized vote buying as they could to help out their donor and lobbyist buddies in many cases. And they spent that reserve down to that $3 billion-ish number to ensure you wouldn't get your money back. They're predators. They're absolute predators. And we're not standing for it here. And we have an absolute opportunity, given the power of this radio show and the power of this radio station, especially in a Republican primary to have make sure the public is fully informed and when they go vote next primary season whether it's silent suzanne or professional aaron boy brad chambers those two specifically to let them know we're not we're done with this we're we are done with this in the state of Indiana. Suzanne Crouch said that her plan is more than just cutting the income tax. It's about cutting government spending. When? Where were you? <laughs> Where you been? Okay. And that's why she gets the nickname Silent Suzanne. So we um so we have been talking a lot about the in part because of uh high tax Holcomb using taking money from regular people, poor and middle class people and using it to fund sweetheart real estate deals for mega corporations the death of the character and landscape of much of indiana and what i'm talking about is one of the things that made indiana great and special was the vast rolling fields and farmland and the idea that we were even in suburbs of a major metropolitan city We were an integral part of feeding a nation. We were an integral part of feeding a state. We were an integral part of what was, will continue to be, because that is what has made Indiana special. And we have seen over the past 15, 20 years, the mass demolition of those very special fields and farmland in place of high-density Housing. Terry Stacy and I had an, a conversation about this the other day. There's one going up right where she lives. And, she, you know, I don't think I'm revealing any secrets here. It's heartbreaking. And it is. It is heartbreaking to see things that were great and things that were special and things that did special things become high density housing where people have no connection to the area or the community or the history. Now, basically, just infiltrate and you are forced to change because they don't care 
about what you grew up with and what you worked for and what you helped institute. And we got an email about this. If I might just take a moment to read it to our audience. Sure. Very good. Hello, Robin Casey. I wanted to say how much my wife and I enjoy your show. I, too, grew up here in central Indiana, the Mount Comfort area. I must tell you I loathe what has happened to Mount Comfort. It is now the land of giant warehouses. Hey, you should move to Brownsburg. With more on the way. As a young lad, I watched Interstate 70 being built. Then came the airport. Then it took a little while, but then came the warehouses. As a teenager, I worked for a farmer in the area. That farm and farmhouse are long gone. So sad. Thank you both for exposing the property tax issue. You two were way ahead of everyone on seeing that problem coming. Our property tax went up around 12% on our house and 24% on a small piece of farm ground we own that we rent to a farmer. We are retired and on a fixed income, so it is a little unnerving to think about where this is going. Anyway, keep up the good work. We love your show, Greg and Kathy. Hmm. That was a nice note. Yeah, wonderful, and I think it's the sentiment of a lot of people, and it's happening all over central Indiana, mm-hmm. and the only cure for the blues I'm feeling right now is to find out how Fat Hammer is. <laughs> As those amber waves of grain have turned into the land of warehouses. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.